the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he. You are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living life like it matters. And today, let me tell you, good grief, Charlie Brown. Man, when I was a kid, I used to watch Flintstones. Remember, remember Flintstones? And you had Barney Rubble and Fred Flintstone and Wilma and Betty. But I don't know if you remember, maybe it was the kids. He, he was just a little character, but then he got his own little uh, cartoon with the, the kids. A uh, Schlep Rock. Remember Schlep Rock? He was like Eeyore or Eeyore on Pooh. Always had the cloud, always depressed, always down. But Schlep Rock. Uh, cloud following him all over the place. And uh, boy, you know, sometimes life should get a 15 yard penalty for unnecessary roughness, right? <laughs> this world needs to be flagged. Uh, and boy, you know, uh, one of the, the, uh, Names that the devil is given in the Bible is the prince of the power of the air. Prince of the power of the air. For those of you that are listening to me live on the radio right now, uh, you know how you're listening to me? Because your tuner on whatever device you're listening to is tuned into the frequency of AM 1570, Freedom 1570, based out of Minneapolis, St. Paul. That's why. So you're listening to me live. You're your device, whatever you're listening to me on, has connected to a frequency. Uh, and my radio station right there in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Salem, and John's behind the dials driving the ship, is putting out a signal. And anybody that wants to listen to this show live in the now moment, live stream, just has to connect with that signal wherever we are. The Prince of the Power of the Air. So this morning, I recorded tomorrow's show. Great Thanksgiving Day show. Make sure you tune in tomorrow. And remember, it's live from 11 to 12, am1570.com. Uh, actually, it's freedom1570.com. Uh, you can listen. And then if you miss it, if you're not listening 11 to 12 noon, uh, then you can listen at likeitmattersradio.com. Uh, actually, I was going to say probably a half hour afterwards, but I think John's going to be stuffing his face with turkey. So probably not going to post that till Monday. So, man... It's going to be hard. If you don't do it uh, by uh, Thursday, you might not have to You have to wait till Monday. But let me tell you what happened. Uh, I recorded that show, great show, got to listen to it, send it up, uploaded it uh, to Salem's uh, website, and uh, was moving kind of slow. So I said, it uh, took me 20 minutes to upload. So I said, hey, honey, before my radio show, this is 1030, half hour before we start, why don't you reset the Internet? Because it's moving pretty slow. I don't want anything because I got a story to tell today, and I don't want the devil to interfere with it. It's a good idea. 
So shut it down, and now it's quarter till 11. Internet's thrown up. Now it's 10 to 11. I get a text from John. Hey, Scott, we're getting ready to connect soon. <laughs> I was going to respond back. Who is this? The prince of the power of the air? <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't respond back. I said, I'm working on it. So uh, my internet's down, and uh, I need an internet to lock, connect to a brick link. And so uh, I'm on, on phone. So um, probably the quality is going to be as good. But you know what? Uh, who cares? The message is going to be powerful. The message is what you need to hear about. Not the method, but the message. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to keep it silly and simple, right? Kiss. You know, yesterday's show was blues, clues, blues, clues, blues, clues, right? We talked about the struggle with mental health. And uh, Steve, uh, who was the original host on Blues Clues, uh, talked about his struggle when he was on top of the world, Mr. Joy, Mr. Happenality. But he's really struggling with depression. And so we want to keep it silly. You can put a little Blue's Clues around next. I love Blue's Clues. All my kids have watched Blue's Clues. I love Blue's Clues because of the deductive reason. Yeah, I know lately they got kind of out there in the world. So many people get in the world, and now you got to push the agendas, the LGBTQT and all that, blah, blah, blah. So anyways, I, I don't want to be written letters about, oh, you should have promoted Blue's Clues because they're evil. Yeah, the world's evil. My heart is evil. Your heart's evil. Read the Bible. We're all wicked. We all need a Savior. We're all sinners short. Uh, of glory without Jesus Christ. So put your big boy pants on and accept the good. And when it gets too intolerable, where they're promoting things you don't believe in, then stop watching it. Uh, Stay away from kids, but don't be a stumbling block to your brother. That's the key. Don't be a stumbling block to your brother. And so today we want to keep it simple, soldier. Uh, And we're going to keep it silly a little bit too, just with the title. You know, this week, if you think about it, we've, we've been contemplating the pandemic of poor mental health. And the reality is, hopefully you're getting this, that we all individually have much more power and freedom for mental health than we have been exercising up until now, right? That's why we do this radio show. The time is now to shine the light on grief. Yep, we're going to be talking about grief today. Grief is the strong emotional experience that comes after a significant loss. Grief is natural, and it is being, well, how do I put this nicely, gluttonized in our world. It's everywhere. It's abundance. People are stuffing themselves with grief. And today, for an hour of power, what we're going to talk about is we're going to bring Charlie Brown into this. Good grief, Charlie Brown. Isn't that interesting? Grief. And is there this so-called thing called good grief? That's an interesting concept, isn't it? So uh, before my internet went down, I was just scanning some stuff. And what is grief? Mayo Clinic. Grief is a strong, sometimes overwhelming emotion for people. Interesting. Regardless of whether their sadness stems from the loss of a loved one or from a terminal illness, it's just the front page, that's all I see. What is grief? Hospice Foundation of America. Grief is a reaction to loss. So you notice how Mayo Clinic put it connected to people, but the Hospice Foundation, which I think is more appropriate, is just relates it to loss. Grief is a reaction to loss. The way we experience grief is very individual. We each grieve in our own way. Interesting, right? And here's another one. This is from the American Psychological Association. Grief is is the anguish experienced after significant loss. Again, a lot of definitions tie into personal loss. I don't think that's appropriate. Grief is the anguish experienced after significant loss. 
usually is the usually the but usually the death of a beloved person. Grief often includes psychological distress. Again, that's all I can see. Here's another one from helpguide.org. Grief is a natural response. You see that natural? It is. You're a human being. You have emotions. The shortest verse in the English Bible is Jesus wept. Jesus cried out in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus sweated tears. Jesus had two temple tantrums. Jesus' soul was unto death. Grief is a natural response to loss. It is the emotional suffering you feel when something or someone is taken away. Mm. Grief is a natural human response. How about this one? And this is the one we're going to park on today. Psychology today. Grief is the acute pain that accompanies loss. Acute. Remember, chronic means it comes on as big, as bold, it's there, and then it's done. Acute is simmering, bubbling, brewing, formating, machinations. Grief is the acute pain that accomplishes loss, that accompanies loss, because it is a reflection of what we love. It can feel all encompassing. And today we're going to talk about grief and what brought this on is grief is part of the human process. And there's a lot of people dealing with grief loss. A lot of people feel like they've lost their country. A lot of people feel like they can't trust elections anymore. A lot of people lose their rights. A lot of people have lost their homes in the pandemic. A lot of people have lost their business in the pandemic. A lot of people have lost their hope with the elections. And so there's a lot of grief. It's not just about people. It's about belief systems, about country. It's about futures. It's about all that. And today we're going to talk about grief. What is grief? What are the hows of grief? What are the whys of grief? What are the what, the where, the whom, the five W's of grief? And then the how. How do we deal with it? And I'm going to ask a question that I want you to ruminate on, simmer on it. Is there good grief? Charlie Brown. I'm black, and we'll be right back. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to the next level of awareness, then go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 
catch up on the latest news and information affecting Minnesota's great outdoors with Outdoor News Radio on Freedom 1570. We talk hunting, fishing, and natural resources in the great state of Minnesota every Sunday morning from 8 to 9 a.m. Joining me, Rob Jerisline, our guests like bow hunting expert Tony Peterson, professional anglers like Tackle Terry Tuma and Tim Westmeister, and nature gurus like the bird chick Sharon Saylor. Sundays at 8 a.m. on Freedom 1570. It's Outdoor News Radio. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Sorry, we're in two different systems. I was working to get a hold of my producer to let him know we're on the thing now, but I couldn't get him. So, this is Black. You're back. Ah, what a hectic day. Ah, no communication, no internet. Ah, boy, the prince of the power of the air is very strong. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking about grief, uh, and hopefully you can hear me. I have no idea if you're hearing me at all, but I'm going to keep acting as if you are. So, uh, I got a text yesterday while I was on the radio from a friend, uh, and uh, he uh, brought up some things and about grief and a friend of his and a guy he's wanting to help, and uh, I thought that I would go ahead and uh, have him come on and just share what a typical day in my life is, because... This is what happened uh, with uh, on a regular basis, four or five times a day, and maybe uh, 10, 15 times in a week. Uh, I deal with people and help people. I see a need, I meet a need. So let's go to the phone lines. Let's, let's welcome Mike to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Mr. Black? Oh, uh, dude, you don't want to know the answer to that question. If I had a single bullet, that's all I needed, just one. <laughs> that's a... Ah! Uh, in the middle, wanting to get three things working, can't communicate with anybody there or here. So how do you think I'm doing, brother? <laughs> you know, you'll make it through. But, uh, I know you will. And I can uh, you know, this is key. This is a, you've been through my training, you know, it's chaos. Uh, and I teach this, that when there's chaos going on all around us, those that can, uh, can keep it going, those that can keep their heads, those that can make things happen. Those are the ones that people will follow, and that's the key. That's the key. So yesterday you sent me a text. Uh, you can read me the text or whatever, but you were listening to the radio show. What happened? Because uh, something I said on the radio show triggered you, right, Mike? 
Well, a little bit, but I was already talking to my friend Dave about it, and uh, he lost his wife to suicide about three years ago. About how long ago? uh, How long ago? uh, About three years ago on Halloween. So three years ago, Halloween, I believe. And uh, he's got these voicemails that he hasn't listened to, but she happened to leave him before she died, and he was wondering if he should listen to them. And I said, yeah, listen to them. And another friend of ours said, no, I don't think so. And I'm like, I'm going to call Black and see what he thinks. So that's why I sent you that text. And what was my response? Well, first of all, you said it would be, you think it'd be good, right? I think so. And myself, I would listen to him, but I'm not an expert on the brain, so I really don't yeah. know. Well, and, and again, I this has lost like Yeah, that. my response. Sorry, I got feedback. I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking to my mic or my headset. I apologize. So uh, I apologize for the disconnect. I need some communication. But uh, what I told you is all about the communication. The irony is I'm having communication problems with the, with Salem right now on this radio thing uh, and not getting any feedback. And see, this is what happens in our heads. See, what happens, we're processing all this information. Your friend doesn't leave the house. You told me this. I said, what's your friend? What? You said your friend has really no hope to live. What did you tell me about your friend? No, he, he leaves the house. He keeps busy. I texted you that this morning. He does. He, he, he keeps busy. He just he, he just can't forgive himself. And, you know, he, he's blaming well, and you himself. You said he's not going to be in a relationship. He allows him. He's going to die alone. He has no hope. He has nothing for Yeah, he might get out of the house. He keeps himself busy. We all do that. We all do that with ESPN. We all do that with alcohol. We do it with drugs. It's called self-medication. We get wrapped up in pornography. It's called distraction. We keep ourselves busy so we don't have to deal with things. We want, if we're constantly busy and then we can take a drink or pop a pill to go to sleep at night and then take a drink and pop a pill to get up in the morning, uh, and as long as we keep ourselves busy. Remember, I talked about this all the time yesterday's show. If the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. Because if we're busy checking the box of life, if we're busy just going through the motions, then we don't have to take a real look at our lives until we lose somebody until we get the call that we have cancer, until a child is now in a relationship that they won't get out of that's destroying them. Now we're ready to change. Now we're ready to fix it. Now we're ready for it. You see what I'm saying? And so in, in reality, what you told me about this guy, saying, now he said, yeah, he gets out of the house. You told me that before. There's a lot of dead people in church. Billy Graham, when he was alive, said 60% of people in church are dead. They show up every Sunday. They check the box. They go on mission trips. That's what Matthew 7 is about, right? When God's separating the sheep and the goats uh, in the tribulation time, he says, many will come to me and say, Lord, Lord. And he'll say, I never knew you. I, I never knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, you knew me, Lord. I, I cast out demons in your name. I prophesied in your name. I did miracles in your name. He said, I never knew you. Be gone from me, you worker of iniquity. See, the guy was defending himself by his works. And remember Isaiah said, your works are like filthy used feminine products. And Paul said, right, it's grace by salvation, by grace alone, through faith alone, and Christ alone. That your works, you're not saved by works, but by grace unto works. So my whole point is this guy is living in pain. And what I told you on whether you should listen to those, he should listen to those tapes or not. Remember I said, it all depends. Didn't I say that, right? It all depends. Yep. And what depends on what? I said the soil. Remember yesterday's show was all about the soil. And I said to Soil, if he's going to listen to those voicemails and just use it as a reason to trash himself more, because that's what he said, he's never forgiven himself. He blames himself. What does he blame himself for, Mike? He should have seen it. 
He should have intervened. He should have did something. He should have noticed. Is that what he's doing? Is he shitting all over himself? Yep, he's shitting all over himself. Yeah, and just so you guys know, that's safe to say with the censors. Uh, shouldn't. <laughs> I should have done this. I should have done that. I should have done And you know what? We should all over ourselves a lot. But you know, Mike, we should all over other people, too. He should have done this. He should have done that. I shouldn't have had to go through that. I should have been able to do this. I Right, Mike? You know those some of those shouldas and shouldn'ts, right? Yep. Yeah? And how long have you attempted to get this man in my class? Uh, I recommended it about three years ago. <laughs> and yeah. it's a pretty and how many times class, since uh, then? How many times since oh, then? Oh, I don't know. I've brought it up quite a few times, maybe 10 or 20. Yeah. But, uh, now, you know, Mike, you know that this train would change his life, correct? I think, I, yes, I do know that. Yeah, and you know, I would teach him how he's causing a lot of his pain because his wife died three years ago, uh, and the pain that he's experiencing is his own self-creation. You know he'd learn that in my class, correct? Right. And another thing, and he, he's also, never cried. He can't cry. But I think he needs yeah. to cry. <laughs> well, again, see, what you're hitting is you're hitting on surface stuff. These are called symptoms. What I'm dealing with is an issue. That's why we're a little disconnect. I'm going to the core. I'm going to issue. The issue here is not that he's not crying. The issue is that he's numb. He's shut down. Remember, life is an undulating line. It has peaks and it has valleys. It has highs and it has lows. And what happens in life, we get so disappointed by missed expectation. We get so disappointed by people letting us down, by people lying to us, by people saying things one moment that they're never going to follow through on. And so we stop dreaming. We no longer have high points. So your friend doesn't want to meet anybody. Your friend doesn't want to have intimacy with another person. Your friend doesn't want any joy. You know why? Because he knows now that that's just going to be squashed, that he's just going to ruin that. He's just going to destroy that. That person is just going to walk out of his life. He's going to be a disappointment to that person, too. And so what he does, he cuts out the middleman. And he's not going to cry because if he cried, if he started crying, he'd never stop. Because the low point is the valley. The low point is the desert. See, in the desert, so many people lose the desert. They're so busy being a victim. They're so busy feeling sorry for themselves. They're so busy wanting to blame the world for why they're in the valley, why they're in the desert, that they never get the lesson of the desert. There's a lesson in our valley. There's a lesson in our grief. It shows that we're human. It shows that someone is valuable. But here's the key with grief. Someone can look at something, a person, a situation, something they had, and look back at it with love and gusto and joy because they're focusing on how blessed they were. How lucky am I to have a wife in my life for 35 years, whatever it was? How lucky am I that God gave me her for a little short time? How lucky am I that I had the opportunity? See, it's a reframe, but that's a healthy way to grieve. Now, the unhealthy way is, this isn't fair. I, I caused this. I'm a loser. See, his grief is about him. It's not about her. Have you got that yet, Mike? Yes. Yeah, I want my listeners to get that. This gentleman's grief is not about his wife. This gentleman's grief is about himself, that what a disappointment he is. How did he miss it? That he caused this woman to kill herself, or at least he participated by not, being a, by not stopping it. And you know what? That's playing God. And right. uh, 
God's day, God can use all things if we're willing. And you know that, Mike, because, Mike, you and I met under weird circumstances. You had a, a demon on your shoulder, on your back. You weren't dealing with some stuff, and you went to a way to get some ease of pain. And it caused you a lot of pain. You know that. It did. Alcohol. And now, and now it's different, right? Yep. That's the key. That's the key. Uh, and, uh, brother, uh, I'm going to let you go, but I just want you to know I, I care about you. I appreciate you. Uh, he, my, Mike's going to be staffing with me at December 8th class, so if you're going to, you want to change your life and you enroll in the December 8th through 10th class in Minneapolis, uh, Mike will be there. And uh, Mike will be a part of your growth. And, uh, Mike, I appreciate you. You're a great listener, a great friend, a graduate uh, with an interesting story. And I'm looking forward to hearing the second half of that story at graduation December 10th, my friend. (laughs) Sounds great. Same here. All right, my friend. God bless you. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, sir. Have a good day. All right, buddy. You too. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about grief. Grief is natural. Grief is human. Grief is about loss. And today, we're going to deal with this thing called grief. I'm Black. We'll be right back. Here's a real student testimonial for Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Congratulations! You've won $50 off an individual corporate headshot session with Jan and Noonan Photography just for listening to The Patriot right now. Jan is a seasoned pro sought after by executives and top companies in the Twin Cities for over 25 years. That's because she knows how to bring out your best side, your personality. To claim your $50 discount on an on-location headshot session, contact Jana, N-O-O-N-A-N, photography.com today and mention AM1280 The Patriot. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold, the highest-rated precious metals firm in the country. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we 
get that backhoe over here. At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black, and I am back, and I am whack. <laughs> wow. For, let me publicly say to my producer, John, so sorry. <laughs> you know, John doesn't know me that well. He's kind of new to Salem, but I'm a little heated guy. I can be heated without being angry. I'm a stirred up guy, man. I want... I don't think there's enough stirred up people. Trust me, there's some people at Salem that want nothing to do with me. I won't give you initials, T. <laughs> you know? I can rub people the wrong way. I mean, I'm a, I'm a John the Baptist type. I'm a, I'm a you know, Elijah type. Uh, uh, I got camel's hair on. I get close to people and prickly. Call me a porcupine, right? I don't know of any animals outside of another porcupine. That gets close enough to a porcupine because uh, they stick and prick. So call me Mr. Porcupine, if you will. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Uh, I'm going to live my life like it matters. And I bring fire, baby. If I die before the rapture, which I don't think I do, on my tombstone, I want you to write, He brought fire. Fire purifies Fire cleanses. Fire cleans things up. Fire makes a cow taste pretty dang good. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I brought fire. Do you bring fire? Or do you bring a puff? Boy, talk about the multiple implications of that one, huh? Are you puffing it? Or are you flaming it? I know too many out there puffing it. And you know what I mean. Like you're some magic dragon, right? You know, not everybody should drink. Not everybody should puff. Not everybody should do. You got to know who you are. And God says as a Christian, if you're truly a Christian, that technically nothing's illegal. You got grace. But is it profitable? Same thing with grief. We're talking about grief today because there's a lot of people dealing with grief. And here's this guy, Mike, talking about his friend who's, quote, Christian. And he thinks he can live his life and just go out there and do check, check these boxes. God doesn't need your time and service. God says it's about your heart. God says you'd be a cheerful giver. If you give because you're mandated, God says, take your money out of my tray. Keep it. I don't need your money. I have all the cattle on all the hills. Keep your little gold and silver. Because when you get to the new Jerusalem, you're going to walk on it. You walk on the stuff of great value on this planet. In eternity, you walk on it. It's dirt. It rusts away. It rots. But you know what's eternal? Souls. 
every one of those people you walk by on Thanksgiving is a living, breathing human being who has dreams and desires, who wants to love and be loved, who experiences pain and grief just like you do. If you go out on Black Friday and you're running around with all the hustle and bustle and all the hatred, all the bitterness, all the me, this is mine, this is mine. And you got my point? Yeah. Those are living, breathing human beings. They're busy about the temporal things of this world, but they're hurting. They're broken. They're grieving. I grieve. I grieve daily. I lost my country. Used to be so patriotic. My country left my God. I love my God more than I love my country. My country left my God, and so now uh, I'm without a love of the country. I still think probably America is most likely the best. I haven't been to them all. But the problem with America is the same problem with every other country. It's filled with broken people. It's filled with messed up people. We all fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3.23. All are sinners in need of the Savior. Whether you are, think you're the Pope, or you think you're Mother Teresa, or you think you're Oprah Winfrey, or Beyonce. Every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. We all will stand in judgment. It's appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. And boy, the grief that you're going to feel at that moment for living your life like there wasn't a God, there's nothing that will compare to that and you'll experience that for eternity. But right now, today, we're talking about temporal grief. Mayo Clinic says grief is a strong, sometimes overwhelming emotion for people regardless of whether their sadness stems from the loss of loved one or from terminal illness. Again, I don't like the Mayo Clinic. It's too much of the world. And notice how it associates grief with people. That's a small part of it. Trust me, most people don't connect with other people. This guy that lost his wife 35 years, let's be honest, most people, they don't have anybody in their life that they would be shook up, that feel bad for three years for the loss of someone. They'd move on. This guy had a relationship that most of us never would have. But he's not, it's not about lost that relationship. It's about his brokenness. It's about how he's not good enough, how he should have done this. It's all about him. Don't you see how selfish we are? He has now become the victim. See, his wife committed suicide, but he's become the victim. Poor me. It was my fault. Now, it doesn't sound like that, but it comes. Look up the drama triangle. Google it. Stephen Cartman, drama triangle. Okay, Car- Cartman. K-A-R-P-M-A-N. There's the, the persecutor, there's the victim, and there's the rescuer. And they all enter through the light of the victim. And all a persecutor is a victim that wasn't saved. And all a rescuer is is someone that gets their total value out of saving people uh, because they have never they weren't saved when they were in trouble before. Last, why do you think I helped so many people? Because I spent my young adult life and, and adult life, the early parts of it, needing help. And walking by people and people seeing I need help and not helping me. So I fixed the problem. I became what I needed. Anybody else know that one? If you don't, it's because you're unconscious. It's there. I became what I needed and never got. That's what we do. I became what I needed and never got. I'll say it one more time because some of you have ears to hear but do not hear. I became what I needed but never got. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Grief is the anguish experienced after significant loss. See, now we're getting better. And then it's a usually the death of a beloved person. Again, I like how health, helpguideputsit.org. 
Grief is a natural response to loss. It is the emotional suffering you feel when something or someone you love is taken away. Johns Hopkins Medicine says this, Grief is a natural human response to the loss of a loved one. Jesus wept. His soul was unto death. He sweated blood. He had two temple tantrums and was without sin. Grief is a natural human response. Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Sent the prophets down, you shed their blood. How like a mother hand have I wanted to just gather you under my wing. But you slaughtered the prophets. You crucified the Savior. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. Psychology Today says grief is the acute pain that accompanies loss. Mm. It is a reflection of what we love. It can be all-encompassing. Isn't that incredible? Hey, if you don't grieve, you're not human. You know, if nothing gets to you, then you're shut down. Remember, Mike said his friend won't cry. He needs to cry. He needs to cry. Cry, dang it. Let me cut open an onion in your presence. Let me put on old yeller. Let me put on dot, dot, dot. Where the red fern grows. Da, 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 da. I'll make you cry. Don't think I can make you cry? Oh, you ask anybody. You ask my cop friends. You ask, I can make you cry. And not by punching you. Not by cutting a lemon. But by getting you real. Getting beyond the layers of walls. The layers of skin, the epidermis, the subcutaneous, the layers and layers and layers, like the molten crust of the earth. You ever been called the old crusty dude or your old crusty woman? That's what they're talking about. See, grief feels like you're losing your grip on reality. This is, uh, where did I get this from? Real Life Christ Fellowship, uh, Tampa. Perhaps you suffer rational fear, dread, or even paranoia. You may feel empty or numb like you are in shock. Grief even causes some people to experience trembling, nausea, breathing difficulty, muscle weakness. Why? Because epigenetics. Because our body releases 63 known chemicals. Those 63 known chemicals are released based on three things. What you're thinking about, your breathing, and your physiology. It's a machine, people. And then it says how grief feels, why grief hurts. It says, God gave us the gift of pain so that we can react when something goes wrong. Pain is a great motivator, right? Neuroassociative conditioning says that there are two driving forces in life, the avoidance of pain and the desire for pleasure. You might say that the confusing emotions and ache in the pit of your soul are part of grief's limp, right? See, when we limp, it's because something's in pain. We limp when a leg bone is out of joint to protect us from further damage, Right? Pain says something's wrong, do something about it. What grief means. God made us for intimacy in life, not separation and death. We grieve when our deepest selves declare that something is wrong or broken in this world. I'm in grief. Death, divorce, separation were not part of God's original plan. But he gave us free will. I wish he never would have. Genesis 2.17 Adam and Eve are right in the Garden of Eden. For when you eat of this thing, you will surely die. Not physically, but emotionally, spiritually. How grief heals? Listen, can there be good grief? Yes. 
even though it may not feel like it, you can. While grieving the death of his wife, C.S. Lewis asked, what do people mean when they say, I'm not afraid of God because I know he is good? Have they never been to a dentist? The dentist drill, while an instrument of intense pain, ultimately brings health. The drill of grief fosters healing in our lives by raising ultimate issues and eternal questions such as, who is my truly beloved? And where is my real home? It's natural to grieve. But the question is, and we're going to answer it after the break, what do you do with that grief that either makes it healthy or helpless? I'm Black. We'll be back after these commercial messages. Leadership Awakening even impacts the seasoned pros. Take a listen at these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to the next level of awareness, then go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, December 8th through the 10th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. 612, the bird. Trust is earned and couldn't be more important when you have a house project. With over 13,000 reviews online and a 4.8 on Google, you can trust Early Bird Electric. Early Bird is the troubleshooting expert, your go-to for small projects like adding an outlet or big remodels and rewiring. And yes, Early Bird offers same-day service and 24-7 emergency service. Mention the Patriot and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612 The Bird. Call 612 The Bird or visit 612thebird.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career, I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. I am back. And I don't think I'm so whack anymore, man. <laughs> I'm calm. I had my chamomile tea. I'm okay now. I got my headset on. My producer likes me again. I got an airwave that's unhinged. So I'm doing good. Let's just say, block off another hour, John. Let's just keep this thing going. We're just having a little fireside chat, a little story time with Mr. Black. Today we're talking about a common human experience. No, I'm not talking about hate. I'm not talking about lust. I'm not talking about lying. No. <laughs> My final answer is grief. You know, it's part of life. And let's be honest, the holidays, John and I were talking about this beforehand, before the show. There's a lot of grief in the holidays. A lot of broken families hanging out with people that some people love, but they don't even like, right? You can pick your friends, but not your family, right? So I want to leave you with some, uh, some tangible things today. So uh, let's talk about grief, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about grief, baby. Yeah, it's not a song, but it should be because no one's talking about it, but everybody's doing it, right? It's like the olden days when I was a kid. It's like now you talk about everything. You tell everybody what you do in the privacy of your bedroom. Hey, you keep what you do behind closed doors to yourself, and I'll keep what I do behind closed doors to myself. Fair enough, right? So let me give you a couple things that you can uh, can percolate on, a couple things you can digest. Hopefully you're hungry uh, for answers. Hopefully you're thirsty for solutions like I am. So let me give you something for Christian Works. This was from Christian Works, I think, .com. If not, do .org. But five grief principles. So first of all, you got to know it's normal. Some people hide their grief. Some people pretend uh, their grief because they don't want to be Abby normal. Remember, can't we all just get along? We all just want to fit in. Uh, wanting to be liked is a human wall that every single being human, uh, every single human being possesses. So grief is the normal response to loss. Jesus wept. Jesus cried out. Jesus sweated blood. Jesus had two temple tantrums. Jesus' soul was unto death. Jesus wept over Jerusalem. Jesus, right? Grief and its pain are the result of the love or emotional investment. Do you hear that? If you're not emotionally invested, see this guy, Mike's friend, will not get emotionally invested in anything else. He's fragile emotionally. He has not processed his own pain. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you right now, here's your big lie. You think you can get rid of your pain by helping other people in pain. No, it is one of those things that makes you realize how grateful you are, how thankful you should be. Right? We're going to celebrate that tomorrow. And by the way, listen to tomorrow's show. I recorded it before this one. I promise you, you will be blessed. It is about gratefulness and thankfulness. It's a mindset. You've got to understand If you're emotionally involved, life is ups and downs. There's going to be pain involved. If you don't ever want to experience pain, then you cannot ever love. Because love and pain go hand in hand. For God so loved the world that he did something about it. For a soldier so loves his country, he does something about it. For a woman so loves her child, she does something about it. For a man so loves his bride that he does something about it. Did we get it yet? It's a verb. It's uncomfortable. It's a sacrifice. It's not fun. Quit looking for fun. That's the problem. Some of you aren't going to, all you, your one mission in life is fun. Grief is the price we pay for loving people who are important to us. Are you willing to 
to pay the price. Are they worth it? Are they worth it? Are your kids worth it? Is your spouse worth it? Is our God worth it? Is the human race worth it? Number two, emotions experienced during grief are neither good nor bad. You hear me say that all the time. I say this to people I counsel all the time. A promise is a promise of facts of fact. What co- happens is we put value on our feel, our thinking and our feelings, and that's where we go askew. Remember, no one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. Remember the study of transactional analysis, the games people play. That's the book that launched it. There's a stimulus and a response. But our mind is six times faster than we can talk. So what happens when someone says something or does something, there's a stimulus. We go to what we know. You can tell a man's religion in time of despair. A dog returns to his vomit, and a sow after cleaning herself returns to the mire. Why? Because that's what dogs do. Why? Because that's what sows do. Why? Because that's what humans do. Emotions experienced during grief are neither good nor bad. They just are. Quit putting judgment on. That's where your guilt comes in. That's where the shame comes in. That's the devil. Guilt and shame are not from God. Convictions from God. Guilt and shame are from the devil. If you, you got to tune into what's going on in your head, thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. And when I tune into what's going on in my head, I ask myself, is that me? Is that God? Or is that the devil? Because only one of the three has any value. But in my head, they all sound like me. And guess what? In your head, guess who they sound like? They don't sound like me in your head. They sound like you. That's why we are called this discernment. We all are called to be aware of false prophets. We are called to look for fruit and follow the fruit to the root. Number three, on five grief principles from ChristianWorks.com, I think. Grief emotions will be dealt with either now or later. You can pay me now or you can pay me later. You can change your oil every 3,000 miles or about six years down the road. You can pay for a new engine. You can pay me now, or you can pay me later. You can put that, remember the old septic uh, tank commercial with the little rid, you know, the yeast bacteria? Ten bucks, put in your uh, septic once a month. I used to have a septic tank, trust me, I had to replace it three times. You can pay me now, or you can pay me later. You know what I learned about that? Is later, there's compound interest. <laughs> right? It's a loan shark, man, and that's the devil. You're paying the devil because you become a slave and become a victim. Grief emotions will be dealt with now or later. You can do it healthily now or do it painfully later. After more destruction, more things to grieve about. Number four, grief is an individualized experience. Why? Because we have different fingerprints, different neural pathways, different processing, different wiring, different DNA. We're a little bit different. We're 99.9% the same. But we are a little bit different. And in that little bit difference, that 0.1%, it's everything. Number four, grief is an individualized experience. Everyone does not grieve in the same way. So quit. That person not you. Quit telling what you did. Now understand the three F's of walking with someone in their pain. I understand how you feel. And then if you share some type of similar, not exactly, not to put yourself over them to say, oh, I've been through more pain than you have. Not like that. Just to pony up beside them. You're, you're building a rapport. You're establishing a connection. I understand how you feel. What I felt in a situation when this happened. And one thing in my experience I've found is this. 
And then you let them explain. Don't push your way on them. Just share your way. This is what worked for me. But we're in different places. We have different spouses. I get sick and tired of people wanting to tell me about their marriage and they do this and that. You're not married to my wife. I'm not married to your wife. You had different marriages. Some wives follow after God. Some wives don't. Some wives respect their husbands. Some wives don't. Some wives are very active physically with their husbands. Some wives aren't. Some wives are very physically active with anybody that pays attention to them, except their husband. Some wives do that for their husband. So why would you treat everybody like you? They're not you. Just food for thought. Just because it worked for you doesn't mean it worked for them. Quit solving their problem. Walk in their pain. Be beside them. Shut up and listen. Just feel their pain. Weep with them. Cry with them. The five stages of grief, there's something you guys hear all the time. Number one's denial, right? Denial helps us minimize the overwhelming pain of the loss, so we numb ourselves. It's called denial. And then the second stage is anger. <clears throat> we get to anger. Want to do adjust a new reality. We start getting angry. But then stage number three, start bargaining. When coping with loss, it's not unusual to feel so desperate you're willing to do anything to alleviate including getting a bad relationship, drugs, alcohol, pornography, something to ease the pain, something to change the thinking. Be careful. When bargaining starts to take place, we often direct our request to a higher power. And for a lot of you, it's not the God of the Bible. Beware. Then number four is depression. When you come to that, you come to depression after bargaining because you realize you can't bargain. And then number five is acceptance. And our friend, that Mike's friend that talked to us, friend, he's still in the bargaining depression part. He can't get to acceptance. And until he gets to acceptance, he hasn't really doesn't have true faith. He doesn't really walk with God. He's playing the victim. It's not about his wife. It's about him. He's feeling sorry for himself. He doesn't want to properly grieve. It hurts too much. He's numbing the pain. We all do it differently. We all self-medicate. The key is, can you do it in a much healthier way tomorrow than you did today? Can you do it in a much healthier way in 2023 than you did in 2022? And if you listen to tomorrow's show, thankful for, I promise you, you will. I'll give you the tools. So go to likeitmatters.net. we got one more class December 8th through 10th in Minneapolis. Get in that class. Let me help you get beyond grief to the goodness of life. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Come to the Gun and Knife Show, Friday, November 25th and Saturday, November 26th. Buy, sell, and trade new and used antique and modern firearms. Gun and Knife Show at the Bram Event Center, Bram. Go to CrocodileProductionsInc.com for full details and show info. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. TheFishTwinCities.com is streaming your favorite contemporary Christian artists like Matthew West, Toby Mack, For King and Country, and many more. Stream along at TheFishTwinCities.com, download the free app, or listen on your Amazon smart speaker. Ringing Liberty and... 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.